Well, welcome, my wonderful Freedomists. Isn't it time we have an ideal year? Let's plan it out together in this episode. Welcome to the Suitcase Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Sisson from New Zealand, and I am here to show you how to create freedom in business and adventure in life. Whether you simply want a profitable business you can run from your own home and take the rest of the time off enjoying doing what you love, or if you want to travel the world and be a digital nomad, this podcast is for you. So let's go for it. So it is the time of the year, if you are listening to this in November, when you should be, or perhaps you already are, thinking about how awesome your 2017 is going to be and how you can make that a reality. So that's exactly what I want to discuss on this podcast today. This is one of my favorite times of the year to plan ahead and to really feel like you're going to rock your next year. And I've got a few tips and tricks for you. And also I'm going to be running a workshop on this very thing, a 90 minute workshop which is coming up on November 26th. If you're listening in, go to suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash workshop for more details. Before we dive in though, I'd love to say a huge thanks and shout out to HostGator who have been with me for the entire year, making it super easy to plan out my editorial content calendar and know exactly which sponsor I want to talk about every episode. I really hope that you guys have supported HostGator, that if you are needing to host your website or blog on a super reliable platform with amazingly incredible, reasonable starting out prices of which you can get 50% off thanks to HostGator, then you should definitely be considering them. So go to hostgator.com forward slash suitcase and you'll instantly get 50% off any of the hosting plans that they have and they have them from starting out teeny tiny through to if you're a really really big ass business and you have a ton of different domains websites and platforms that you need to have super reliable hosting on and great customer support so thanks again hostgator hostgator.com forward slash suitcase for 50 percent off all right let's dive in so It is the time of the year when a lot of people think about what the heck happened in 2016. And I actually have to ask that question. What the heck did happen? This has been a pretty pretty crazy year for all intents and purposes. I don't know about you, but I always attempt to reflect on what's happened and all the fabulous things. But also, I have to say, this year's been um, throwing some great curveballs. And I don't believe I'm alone. And if you're listening to this, you're like, hell yeah, Natalie. I had the same thing. Um, I I really do think 2016 was kind of different. I know we probably say that every single year, but I do feel like this one was definitely different and challenging and eye-opening. And I judge that often by the friends that I talk to, the colleagues that I have, um, influencers that I follow, and just generally chit-chat that I have with people that I meet from around the world, from strangers through to dear friends and family. And I don't think this has been an easy year. And clearly I can say that a little bit right now because we've just come off the back of the US elections, which for my entire Facebook feed, isn't it fantastic and fascinating at the same time how much we rely on Facebook these days? Essentially, I can judge my entire world through my Facebook feed. And I have a pretty diverse and eclectic bunch of around 4,000 friends from around the world. And I have to say my Facebook feed was filled during Brexit and also during the US elections with just a lot of shock and surprise and tears and anger and hope, but generally a lot of shock and surprise. And I kind of feel like in some respects, that's been a little bit about 2016. So first off, I would love for you to 
do one thing for me, and that is to find three things that you're incredibly grateful for that 2016 on the whole has brought you. So three things that you're incredibly grateful for. I would then love for you to come across to suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash 292 because this is episode 292. We're reaching the 300 in which I'm going to have a special celebration for you. But come across suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash 292 and please write down the three things that you're grateful for in 2016. I'll start. So number one, I'm going to say I am grateful for you. I am grateful for you as one of my amazing freedomists who's out there challenging the status quo, bucking the trends, living an unconventional life, or at least on the path to doing so by creating your own sense of freedom in this world. Whether you're running a business, whether you have a career, at the end of the day, the fact that freedom is important to you and the fact that you're listening into this podcast week in and week out. Hello to all the newbies who are wondering what I'm going on about, but thank you to all of you who've been listening for, well, since even 2012. I'm just really, really thankful for you because without you, I wouldn't be doing this. And I get a lot of joy out of doing the podcast, even though it is also a lot of work. It is something that makes me happy. And it makes me happy because I know when I'm talking into this microphone that actually somebody, somebody out there is listening and somebody is taking note. And I get a lot of feedback, thankfully, through social media and emails and reviews and just generally people who I meet in person who are listening in, who tell me um, what they feel, how they feel about this podcast and how it's helped them, how it's inspired them, how it's helped them through some shitty commutes or when they're working out or when they're traveling or just when they're stuck or maybe just because they're having fun and they genuinely want to listen in. So thank you to you. The second thing I am really grateful for this, this year is my family. I actually haven't spent a ton of time with them this year. I was in New Zealand up until the end of May, but I feel like those kind of first five months flew by. For those of you who've known me for a while, you know that my dad passed away in December of last year. So I feel like December, January, February, March, April were kind of months where I was getting on with my life, but at the same time appreciating there was some serious loss in it. And so family became even more important during that time. There's something about losing somebody special that brings other special people together. And so I'm really thankful for my sister, Debbie, and her family, Xander, my nephew, Morgan, and the kids, and also, obviously, to my mum, who's a rock and has just been incredibly brave and courageous throughout this. So I'm really grateful for them. And I was grateful for the trip that I had with my mum as part of this year of being grateful for my family. She came to see me speak at TEDx in June in London, which was fantastic. She came out to Portugal to spend time with me. And I'm really actually looking forward to going home in December to spend more quality time with my small and lovely family. And the third thing I'm grateful for is the wake-up call that I guess I've had around being in business for six and a half years. And I am so truly grateful for having started my blog back in 2000, late 2009, I'm so truly grateful for what this business has brought me for the work and the effort and the time and the energy and the love that I've put into it and all of those things that it's returned to me in droves. And so it's with some excitement and trepidation that I'm going to announce to you guys today. You're the first to hear it and I will be putting out a video, but I am taking a business sabbatical dramatic pause. I thought I'd let that sink in. Uh, what the heck is a business sabbatical? Well, you've heard me talk before about digital sabbaticals where I've gone offline for a week or more. 
and literally just disconnected from the internet. So the point of a digital sabbatical is to just free your mind, give yourself space and truly relax, have some downtime. And during those times, you often feed your creativity, ignite your soul again and have more energy and ideas than you ever thought possible, even just in a week of being offline and not thinking about your business. A business sabbatical is something that I'm kind of making up as I go, but essentially what it is, is I am taking a year off my business. I am trusting in the systems, the tools, and the small but lovingly crafted team that I am building and and changing right now a little. Um, I've had some really good, good conversations with team members and right people coming in at the right time and moving on and other people coming in. And so I'm trusting in those three fundamental pillars of my business, systems, tools, and team, especially my sales funnels and my content strategy, that they will work with or without me. I feel like we need a little bit of a U2 moment here. So... I'm really excited about this and I want to tell you when it's happening and the reason behind it and then we'll come into how this works out for your ideal year because obviously it's very important. So a couple of things that I've noticed during this year and and part of it has just been some life changes and part of it is after six and a half years of running a business pretty much through me and being the strategic head of it and leading it up even when I've had you know, team members on board to help out, which has been fantastic. At the end of the day, it has still been me solely driving every single piece and initiative in my business, which after six and a half years, which I'm going to keep repeating, <laughs> is a lot, is a lot of energy and a lot of time. And I feel like somewhere along the way this year, I fell a little bit out of love with my business. I didn't fall out of love with you, my fellow freedomists, don't get me wrong, but I fell out of love a little with things that used to bring me joy and that I had so much time and energy for. And if you're listening in right now and you're nodding your head, then I'm hoping you can kind of relate. It's just like when I think about back to my corporate career, I would get sick of a job within six, nine or 12 months because I'd mastered it and wanted to do something different. And I never get sick of this business because it is literally like managing multiple projects every single day. I get to work on what I want, when I want, within reason. And all of those things excite me and interest me and test me and challenge me and allow me to have a creative output, a leadership output, a strategic output, a solution solving output and so many more things. But, and here's the but, I'm kind of a little tired of it. I I feel like I need some personal growth. I think there's room for growth. I think there's room for me to become a student again rather than a teacher. I think there's a whole world out there that I have been essentially neglecting or missing because I've had to be, and I've wanted to be, so incredibly focused in on what I'm trying to achieve with The Suitcase Entrepreneur, which is helping you to create freedom of business and adventure in life through better systems, through outsourcing, through building a fantastic platform, and through essentially understanding and knowing what business model is going to give you the most time, money, and freedom. So in the interim, my world has been quite small, I think, even though I travel the world and I speak to tons of different people and I get outlooks of different cultures and I experience new cities and countries and languages and food and experiences, all those things expand my mind. 
every single time. But I've been doing a little less of that. I've been a little more tired of travel. I've just been, if I'm really honest, a little more tired of everything, uh, which surprises me because I'm usually energized by everything. And it, it hit me earlier this year, it became a bit of a constant that things just weren't exciting me quite as much or I didn't have quite as much energy and determination for the things that I would normally have. So coming back to this sort of world that I've lived in, you know, you go to conferences, you meet similar people, you start to feel after a while that everybody's doing the same thing, not necessarily as me, but just working in the same worlds, worrying about the same things. There's a lot of online marketing focus. There's a lot of email content, strategy, speaking, workshops, retreats, and all of those things, do not get me wrong, are fantastic and will help you build your business and are a critical component of the business you're building, depending on what model you're going with. But I feel like I want to break from them. So that's where I've got to. So I decided as I watch my enthusiasm dwindle for certain things or as I watch my energy lag that perhaps I'm actually in a little bit of business burnout. In 2013, after I launched my book and put my all into it, I, I was actually a little burnt out. I didn't realize at the time some good friends, um, Carly and Elise, thankfully did. I've talked about this a little bit before, and I ended up taking a bit of time off after that. Not enough, but it really affected my energy levels for several months after. And I feel I'm really lucky because people who have real burnout and serious burnout can be affected for years after, where any time you go to like put a bit more effort in, your body will react and just kind of physically shut down. So in that respect, I feel very thankful that mine was a very minor burnout that I didn't even really notice at the time. But I was having a good chat to my friend Kent Healy when I was in Manhattan Beach and we were having a surf and we were literally sitting on the boards out on the waves, which is super exciting to surf in California. And I realized how much I love the ocean and nature and being outside in the sunshine and how energized I felt in that moment. And he turned to me and he said, Nat, you know what? I think I've been burnt out from my business for about two years now and I'm still in it. Um, and he's in a, a real estate type of business. Um, sorry, I wouldn't say type of business. That's exactly what he does. Real estate, investing, flipping, etc. And he works hard. Uh, he loves tools. He loves systems. He's very effective, but he works long days. And now he has a family. And uh, he's starting to realize that the things that he really values, like surfing, etc., he'd been putting aside and not making time for because everything else revolved around his business and work. And every time he was going to take some time off to do something, he'd look at the opportunity cost of how much more he could be earning if he didn't do that. And he chose to, to earn the money. And now he's realizing, actually, it's all about lifestyle. It's all about life. And it's all about freedom. And it is. And so... The point of this little surfing escapade story there is I do believe that you can actually get burnt out in your business, but not necessarily acknowledge it and feel that you still have to carry on with it. And I guess I've gotten to a point where I'm not prepared to. I want to be re-energized again. I want to meet up with my fellow freedomists around the world. I don't want to, when somebody comes into town, like I had three people come into Lisbon last week, all saying, Natalie, would you like to meet up? And I couldn't. I couldn't be bothered. I didn't have the effort. I wanted to stay in my new house, which I've just finished renovating, and I just wanted some simply some time out by myself. I've had visitors. I've had people I've been traveling with. Um, I've been traveling myself, and I just wanted to bum around and chill out and enjoy my space and my quietness and my calmness and do what I wanted. And this has actually been a continuing theme throughout the whole year that I've noticed is that I'm less inclined to want to say yes to opportunities that normally I would. I've loved speaking this year and getting paid for it, but I've turned some speaking down. I've turned travel opportunities down, 
turned a lot down to be honest because I frankly don't have the energy for it and that's a big sign to me so the reason I'm telling you this is it may well be that you need a bit of a business sabbatical and by the way business sabbatical doesn't mean giving up on your business I adore the suitcase entrepreneur platform that I've built it is the thing that has allowed me to um, have so much freedom and be able to travel and I think there are plenty of people who can do just as good a job of running it now that I've set it up the way it is um, so that I don't have to be but I am absolutely sure that one, I'll be back. Two, I'm not abandoning my business. I've got great people that I'm bringing on board to train up and I'm really excited can take this business to the next level. Three, you probably won't really notice a change because this podcast is continuing. It's the only thing that I'm going to continue doing fully is the podcast. It's going to be rebranded to Freedomist and it's going to become a narrative podcast. So in the new year, after we've reached 300 episodes, I'm starting afresh. It'll still be on this feed, but we'll be starting with Season one, episode one. So a narrative podcast is more like your favorite TV series where you're going to come on this journey with me as I basically pull back from running my business through January, February, and March, finishing up with the retreat that I'm holding in Bali, the final retreat that I'll be holding for some time. And then from April, which is my birthday, my big birthday, uh, essentially is when I'm going to be taking the 12-month digital sabbatical. Now, it may not be 12 months. It may just be the year of 2017. Who knows, after three months, I might be like completely freaking excited to jump back in. So I'm not setting any hard or fast rules here. I'm just letting you know that I'm going on a business sabbatical and you get to come with me. And in the months that I am not going to be working on my business, I am going to be going on a quest for freedom. I'm driving deeper into figuring out what freedom means to people. I'm going to be having themed months where I'm learning new things around spirituality, around physical freedom, around financial freedom, uh, around social freedom, and so much more. So I'm really excited about it. It will still give you a ton of, I believe, insight, help, and knowledge for your own lifestyle and business. So don't you go unsubscribing yet. In fact, I'm hoping that we'll increase the audience even more because it'll be that much more relevant to them so I'm hoping you're excited about that direction if you are or if you aren't you can tweet me at Natalie Sisson you can share on Facebook I'm Natalie Sisson there as well or on the suitcase entrepreneur page you can write me an email natalie at suitcaseentrepreneur.com you can do whatever you want to get in touch and let me know what you think about this decision but I'm really excited which leads me into planning your ideal year. So as part of this sort of handover period, Debashish and I have planned out the entire 2017 editorial content marketing promotions calendar, which I'm really excited about. We have always had a plan of attack and it's called, the Google spreadsheet is called the 2016 plan of attack. And in it, I've had my own personal calendar, which I teach people in this awesome ideal year workshop coming up November 26th. And essentially, I have a few tricks about how you plan your year out personally that come before anything else you ever plan out. So I'm just working on mine right now. I've recreated this entire spreadsheet for 2017, and I'm working on putting in my year um, so that my team know where I'm at and what I'm doing to a point, because I don't even know what I'm doing completely yet, but I do know the first three or four months of the year and what's happening. So I'm filling that out right now for the 2017 year. We have our editorial content calendar tab where we have themed months for the entire year based on what you guys told me in the survey, based on what I know you're challenged with, struggling with, what you want to learn more about, 
what you're excited about. So just to give you a bit of a sneak peek and I'll be sharing the rest in the workshop. So if you want to sign up for that, suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash workshop for all the details. Um, the first month of the year, January, is about setting yourself up for freedom, planning, setting goals and intentions for the coming year, productivity and habits. And why I'm excited about this is obviously January is like the kickstart, fresh start of the year. But we are actually bringing in some really awesome guest contributors, experts in this area to be blogging on the Suitcase Entrepreneur. So we're going to have a mega post almost every single month, which is a huge, in-depth, awesome blog post going back to more writing on the blog. And we're also going to have guest experts coming in to contribute by way of a blog post. So I'm really excited about this. In February, we are looking at personal freedom and wellness and how does it help your bottom line, e.g. more energy. And I'm really excited because there's going to be a new course coming out with the lovely Karen Wostowski and I, and we're going to be getting me fit and active and getting you fit and active and therefore working on your personal energy, health, wellness and mindset so that you can tackle your business and be at your optimum. And then March is all about financial freedom, setting yourself up for wealth accumulation, financial planning, revenue models, fun stuff. No, seriously, we're going to make financial freedom fun. So that's just a quick peek insight into the first three months of the year. We've got them planned right out until December. I've never actually had that done before. So big thanks to Deborah Sheesh, who's in my freedom plan and on my team for nailing that and then for us to talk through that. Along with that, we now know what promotions we have each month, what courses we want to be launching or bringing in, people we want to partner with, where we want to be guest blogging. It just has set us up for an amazing year ahead where we know exactly, exactly what our focus is. We know what to say yes to, what to say no to, who we want to bring on board in terms of experts so that you can get the best possible insights and information. Isn't that exciting? So I'm really excited about that. In addition to that, in our um, plan of attack document, then we, we then have a tracking metrics tab where we keep an eye on the most important things. What is our email subscriber growth? What about our website traffic? What about our conversions, our sales, etc.? So we can track and monitor which of the social media sites is being most effective for us. And we can just generally see whether there's growth or dips or declines, and then we know what to do about it. In addition to that, we have the guest blogging tab so we can keep up with who are we guest blogging for as we embark on that again next year. I must admit, I've been pretty slack on that this year. I've been focusing more on content for you guys from us. And then just some other awesome things like your objectives for the year, your one-page business plan. We have a tab on that as well. And you get all of that in my bonus editorial content template that we give away for free, included in the workshop that I'm running and it's awesome and people have been using it for the last couple of years and they love it. I still have people going, oh, I love using your content editorial calendar. It's fantastic and it's helped me plan stuff out. So it has helped us as a team and then we've prettied it up a lot this year because of the redesign and the rebrand. So you'll actually get to see a glimpse of what the new website and brand looks like when you join us on the workshop and you get instantly sent that template calendar, which is fantastic. So I'm very excited about it. But things that I need you to think about for your ideal year going ahead is when are you going to be taking holidays or digital sabbaticals? Or perhaps you're going to come join me on a business sabbatical. When are your major launches? Or do you just have one? Or are you not launching anything? Are you writing a book? Are you creating a new course? 
Are you introducing a new consulting service? Are you setting up a new shop physically somewhere? So where are your major launches or projects and when are they happening throughout the year? And then based off the back of those two kind of main questions, you can see where you need to take time out, where you shouldn't be planning things around because you'll be on holiday or not on holiday. And then for any major projects you have coming up, what do you need to consider for that? If it's an event, what marketing do you need to do? What media do you need to have in place? How far ahead do you need to be planning out your social media content, your guest blogs, your interviews, your appearances on media, on other people's podcasts, videos, etc.? And then how do you time that all out and plan backwards accordingly? And how is that then going to affect your revenue, your month-by-month revenue, your expenses? Do you need to invest in more team members and more tools to make that happen? So this is all the kind of stuff that I just love and I want you to start thinking about right now. Listen back over this podcast and just get a really great idea on how has 2016 been for you? What were the three things that you were most grateful for? And what is your absolute number one goal for 2017 that you would love to achieve? So it's time to look at your ideal year for 2017. You can totally do this by yourself, but what I'm asking you is that you set aside half an hour each weekend over the next four weekends to plot that out. Look back over your statistics. In the in the workshop, the first email you receive actually tells you exactly the questions you should be asking yourself for 2017. And then in the workshop, we're actually going to be covering off on that live. So I hope you do join me, suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash workshop. I'm pretty passionate about this. I hold it once a year. Um, You do get the recording if you can't make it, and then you get access to it for the entire lifetime of it, plus the template. So do consider coming along to that. I'd love to see you there. And if you don't, please do consider what your 2017 ideal year is going to look like, how you're going to spend your time. Are you in the right business? Are you doing the right thing right now? Do you need some time out? Do you need to step it up? Do you need to raise your game? Do you need to be more focused on your business? Do you need to be hiring a coach? Do you need to be investing in more people in your team? Do you need to be firing some people from your team? Do you need to be leaning out your business? These are all fantastic questions and you can't answer any of them unless you understand what has happened this year and the previous year. So you really do need to reflect and replenish and re-navigate, if there is such a word. You need to basically look at what you've been doing, stick with what's working and drop the rest. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? Because it actually kind of is. If you don't like doing this stuff by yourself, which I totally get, grab a couple of friends, do it over lunch, hire an awesome place on Airbnb and do it as like a retreat style over a weekend, uh, grab a bottle of wine, maybe not a whole bottle of wine by yourself that sounds a bit alcoholic, and uh, and get some friends around and slap it up on a whiteboard or on your pinboard or on your kid's chalkboard or Uh, Grab some post-it notes and stick them all over the wall. Play with it. Have fun with it. But most importantly, make it something that you are so jazzed up about. I am so excited about 2017 because I just know it's going to be entirely different for me. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be a mystery. It's going to be unplanned in many ways. And it's all very different for me. And yours is going to be just as exciting in your own way. And the only thing that I wish for you in 2017 that every single one of you has is more freedom. So thank you for listening in, Freedomus. This has been the 292nd episode of the Suitcase Entrepreneur. You can find the show notes and everything that I've been talking about and links to it at suitcaseentrepreneur.com 
forward slash 292 where I would also love you to come across. Just do me this favor just once. Come across and leave a comment on the three things you are most grateful for this year. Thank you and I am grateful for you.